0: It was a tough night for Boston College Athletics as men's basketball loses to Louisville and Boston College men's hockey gets absolutely annihilated by Notre Dame. We're going to talk about all of this and more on today's Locked On Boston College. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. I'm also the editor and publisher of bcbulletin.com, part of the Fan Nation Network. Check out all my work there. If you want news on basketball, football, recruiting, everything, we got it all over there. You're going to want to check all of that out. Not a very pretty game for Boston College basketball on Wednesday as they drop their second road game of the week to Louisville, 67-54. What was the issue in this game? Boston College's offense just could not figure anything out. Makai Ashton Lankford had 22 points. The rest of the team combined had 32. So Mackay Ashton Lankford basically was doing everything. Now, BC shot just over 30% for the game. They were hovering under 30 for most of it, but they hit a few shots now at the end. Um, they just couldn't figure out how to do it. You know, they weren't getting any shots. Uh, Brevin Galloway just had a tough game. Uh, most of the, you know, TJ Bickerstaff had points. But he also was struggling. James Carnick struggled. Quentin Post, you know, they they weren't good from the free throw line. They were terrible from three-point range. Man, I would kill to get Boston College a three-point shooter that can consistently do it. Galloway does it at times, but he's also had some games where he just hasn't been able to hit it. And down the stretch in the second half, Louisville just took over. Uh, They had some big plays down the end. Malik Williams had some nice shots. Sidney Curry. Um, You saw them basically, you know, start to assert their will. They're a more talented team than Boston College. Uh, BC held their own for for parts of this game. They were only down by two going into halftime. But I think that was a lot of both teams started off really sluggish. You know, there was an hour-plus uh, not rain delay, I want to call it a rain delay, but it was kind of a rain delay. There was a um, leak in the ceiling of the Yum Center, and uh, they had to, to, to postpone it for an hour. And I desperately, desperately wanted to make a joke about BC uh, wanting to quit on this game because that's what Boston College does, to, to, to just to incite the ECU fans again. But I resisted, I promise you I wouldn't do it. Um, but... It took a while, uh, you know, Louisville kind of came out looking a little sluggish, they were, you know, they they had more turnovers than BC, BC just couldn't put anything together, they, like, you know, they, the three point shooting is an issue, but you, when you can't shoot from the free throw line, they, had, they went to the line and had 20 free throw shots and hit 10 of them, that, you're leaving 10 points on the board right there, I know you're not gonna hit 100% of them, but you can't be shooting fifty percent from the free throw line as a team. That just that's just not feasible. So Boston College did that, um, and you know, I, they didn't have answers on the, the defensive end near the end of the game. They they just got started getting run off the court again, and that was it. Now, is this disappointing? Sure, it's a, it's all, you know. Anytime you the team loses, it's it's just dis, it's a disappointing thing. But you know, as I said in the last show, not every game is going to be the Clemson game. There's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be games that are good. There's going to be games that you're like, "What the heck are we watching?" This is kind of in the middle. It was it wasn't like a complete disaster, but it also wasn't very um, it wasn't very encouraging either. Because if you see a team shoot like that, you want to see you you start to wonder. But Boston College falls to two and four in the ACC. They're going to play Virginia Tech on Saturday. Uh, if Virginia Tech just beat NC State. They're a good team. Uh, that'll be a good matchup for Boston College. But you know. There's not much to take away from this game. Quentin Post, uh, man, he's going to shoot free throws better. He's one that I I, I always notice. I'm like, why, why? <laughs> uh, he's got – and I'd love to see him finish a little harder at the the rim. He, he just seems to go up with like a feather touch every time. It's like just slam the damn ball home, Quentin, but he doesn't. That's okay. Anyways, so Boston College basketball falls, uh, you know, another game – Uh, where BC just doesn't play a complete game, and when they don't play a complete game, they fall. Uh, But I have to say, like, I thought they were going to still be in this to the end, and they did. So that's a credit to them. I know they lost by 13, but for the most part, they were in this, you know, here and there for most of it. So uh, they'll play Virginia Tech, as I said, on Saturday. Now, it was just a depressing depressing night of Boston College sports. As Boston College hockey, I'm not going to get into the ins and outs because I again didn't watch this game. I watched the I was into the BC Louisville game, so I didn't get a chance to watch the hockey game. BC hockey had their I think it's their one of their final out of conference games, and against Notre Dame, who's now back as part of the Big Ten in hockey, Um, they lost eight to two to, to Notre Dame, including allowing five goals in the second period. I said on uh, earlier this week that Boston College is in trouble. I, oh man, I didn't think they were in this much trouble. I mean, losing two games to UNH is trouble. Getting your doors blown off by Notre Dame is another level of trouble. And they get to go play Providence at this weekend, who's a pretty good pro- uh, Hockey East team. This team is in major trouble. They are clearly not, you know, championship caliber. I don't think they're Hockey East championship caliber. I don't even think they're playoff contender, uh, you know, tournament ch- tech caliber. I mean, when you when you play so poorly, you let up eight goals. I don't care, you know, who it's against. Notre Dame's not a bad team, but you, you can't do that. And it was just an embarrassing loss, you know. I hope Boston College can figure some things out and get this end of the season going because this is one of the most disappointing. I mean i didn't I didn't have high expectations going into the season, but to see BC so middling, so not where they should be, is it's just tough. I mean, you you had last year where you had guys out there with the Alex Newhooks, the Spencer Knights. They don't they don't really. Have, I mean, Jack McBain is is decent star power this year, but. It just doesn't have that same feel. It doesn't have that feel that Boston College hockey has had for a long time. So just a, it was a tough loss, and we'll have to see if Boston College can put it together at the end of the season. Now, in a moment, BC football had a busy day, and as if you saw BC Bulletin, I had a lot to talk about. In the next two segments, we're going to talk about their mid-year enrollees. They had transfers leaving. We had transfers coming in. All sorts of roster news you're going to want to know, so check that out in just a moment. This is it the putt that could win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours, but on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're relying on spreadsheets and outdated software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. And with NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 28,000 businesses already use NetSuite. For the new year, NetSuite has a new financing program for those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com locked. Again, head to netsuite.com locked for the special one-of-a-kind financing offer on the number one financial system for growing businesses. Again, that's netsuite.com locked. This is Locked On Boston College, A.J. Black. We're going to start talking some roster management here with the football team as Boston College football had two more players enter the transfer portal. We said yesterday it was kind of odd that Tyler Vrabel entered the NFL draft. And now we're getting guys still deciding what they want to do about the portal and, and entering uh, kind of still kind of late. It's kind of that weird spot in between the end of the season and spring practice because you get guys that are going to enter in spring because they're going to find out maybe they're not going to be the starter come fall or they're not happy with where their role is. But we had two guys that entered in this kind of like middle period. And I have to say one of them shocked me. Well, not shocked, kind of surprised me a little bit. And the other one was not surprised at all. I was actually kind of waiting for him to enter. The first one that was kind of a surprise was Jelani Galloway. Galloway was a wide receiver from uh, Providence, Rhode Island. He had a good year in 2020 where he had about 20 catches for, uh, you know, a couple hundred yards. He had that big touchdown against Louisville. Uh, He played the third or fourth, uh, probably the fourth or fifth receiver on that team. There was a couple guys that got banged up and he, he jumped in. Um in 2021 he really didn't see much time and he was healthy so it wasn't like he wasn't getting on the field he played in 9 games i think he had two catches through the whole year for about 15 yards so his role was pretty limited i don't know you know I- i'm guessing based off of some of the things going on that you know he probably found out his role probably wouldn't have been that big you know you have coming back jalen gill zay flowers jaden williams is obviously going to get a bigger role i still think chat J- taji johnson's going to b- get a big role and you're going to have, and we'll talk a little bit about more about the, the, the guys jumping in, but you you also have uh, Taji Johnson, uh, Joseph Griffin. You have a bunch of names of guys that probably need to get snaps quicker, and they might have a higher upside than Galloway, who only has a year remaining. So good luck to him. Hopefully he'll find himself a new spot. The other positional player, wide receiver, that is finding a new place, is Ethan Williams. Ethan Williams was a, uh, I remember Steve Adazio praising him as a, and some other people at BC told me too, practice warrior, really good upside. They said he was going to be a star here at BC. He had a good 2019 season where you started to see him play a little bit. He had three catches for 56 yards, and then everything went off the rails for him injury-wise. He missed most of 2020 with injuries, missed all 11 games, didn't play, or he played, but it wasn't very much. 2021, he didn't play at all. And I, I was honestly surprised he was still on the roster. I just, I, you know, when injuries happen and they linger for more than a year, you just start to think, Oh, you know, is this something that's going to interrupt his goals of playing football? So when he, you know, when he entered the portal, I was like, kind of like, Oh, that makes sense. I just, I just didn't expect him to still be on the team. I just thought, you know, given his injury history that, you know, maybe something else would happen. And hopefully he finds a good spot to go to uh, another guy that uh, I know that the staff was high on and, you know they're just finding they're gonna they're you know as I've said before with the super senior thing that happened with COVID where players got an extra year of eligibility it really throws a monkey wrench into their their recruiting and transfer portal management so the more guys that leave that aren't aren't like part of your major plan honestly it's not the worst thing so I saw I think it was uh, Keith Wynn who's a Louisville writer for SB Nation say. You know Boston College has lost four guys now in the wide, re- as wide receiver, not starters, uh, but their depth must be really concerning. So, just a review if you haven't been paying attention. So, we already just said Williams and Galloway are both in the transfer portal, but also Kobe White and CJ Lewis are also in the transfer portal. So it's four wide receivers. It's a valid point to wonder, but I think Boston College has good depth on that roster, and I think you know maybe that depth is what cause these other four guys to go find someplace else to play because they need to get them out there. As I said, when CJ Lewis entered, Taji Johnson's a wide receiver that needs to get out there fast because you don't want to lose him to the transfer portal. When you have him for, I think three more years, you want to get him touches. He's a big six, three wide receiver. Um, you know, really big uh, target that had done really well with Phil Jakovic during the summer. He needs to get on the field soon, so he's one guy you're going to see more of. Joseph Griffin II second is a true freshman that I've heard nothing but big things about. I know he isn't on the ro- he isn't on the roster yet, and he didn't come this so- for the spring semester, so that couldn't m- mix things up. But Jaden Williams, I don't think did either, so doesn't really matter in that sense. But he's a guy that you're going to want to get out there. Louis Bond is now going to be a redshirt freshman. And I've also heard, you know, big things about him at practice. He's going to be another guy that you're going to watch for. So those three just right there are names you're going to watch for. And then you could you can hope that some of the other guys that are coming up also start to progress. So you have like Dante Reynolds, who is Louis Bond's teammate from Illinois. He was more of a practice squad wide receiver as a true freshman. But, you know, maybe he picked up the, the offense a little better and he starts to move up the depth chart. You could see him move up. You could also see guys like Ish Zamor, who's a true freshman who isn't coming in early either. But you know, he could also have a big um, he could also have a big summer too. And then we'll talk about him in the next moment. But Dino Tomlin's another name you're going to want to watch for. Dino Tomlin is Mike's Tomlin's son. We'll talk about him in a moment, but he's a transfer with some experience. He could also jump in. So this, you know, you lose guys like I, I mean. I get it. C.J. Lewis is someone you probably wanted to keep on hold on to. But, you know, you have a guy that can replace him. I, I No offense to Kobe White or Ethan Williams, but both of those guys were really banged up. Um And I even if they were even if guys the starters last year got hurt, neither of Kobe or Ethan would have been able to play for BC. It would have been with somebody else. So those guys, I don't think of as big losses like they're nice players and you wish them the best. But is it really a damage to their depth? I don't think so. Um, And Jelani Galloway, you know, he had his moments, but like, is he replaceable? Yeah, I think you can find guys on your roster that can do what he did. So not a huge loss for Boston College. And again, always want to wish these guys the best. Hopefully they find a place where they can strive and play really well. So in our final moment, we're going to talk about the, the early enrollees. We'll get into you know, who's coming on campus, what you can expect, and two surprise transfers that um, we kind of know a little bit about, at least one of them, um, heading into next year. It's a new betting year, and Bet Online would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. Online remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. Uh, With a new year and new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to get started. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. So head on over to Bet Online, where the game starts. On Wednesday, Boston College announced eight new enrollees that are enrolling early for Boston College football heading into spring football. These guys are all going to be able to practice with the team and get ready and play in the spring game if they're ready to go. So Boston College, let's get into the, the transfers for it First. There were six freshmen that are coming in, but two transfers. And as I've said on on the show, that there were a, a bunch of of names that I, I just haven't heard BC connected with names. One of the, one of these guys I had said on our uh, premium member Discord channel as someone to watch for just because it's connection to BC. The other one kind of shocked me. I just didn't think he would be connected to BC, but we'll we'll talk about that in a second. The first one is Dino Tomlin. He's a wide receiver and a redshirt junior. Um, He's from, from the University of Maryland. And if you hear that last name, Tomlin, that is the Pittsburgh Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin's son. So we lose a, uh, a NFL coach's son and Mike Vrabel. We gain one with Mike Tomlin. So expect next year for 12 uh, games and hopefully another bowl game that we'll be hearing all about BC's famous students, athletes on their roster. So uh, Dino Tomlin is a former three-star recruit. He had some decent offers, not a huge offer list, but he had two receptions and 12 yards last season after not appearing as a freshman he played mostly as a, on special teams the year before um, as a redshirt freshman as well. As I just said, Boston College lost a bunch of players on the transfer portal. Uh, getting a guy, and a, I don't know what Tomlin's relationship is with um, with Halfley, but uh, getting a guy, anytime you can get a kid that has a high profile like that, can't be the worst thing in the world. Because um, you, then you get Mike Tomlin showing up at games, and you have Mike Tomlin on TV, to uh, wear BC stuff and things like that, so um, hopefully that that kind of rub will continue because I remember watching all those uh, Vrabel press conferences where he had BC gear on, and um, always gets people talking about the school. So that hopefully will be there, and maybe he's he's a good player too. I mean, I haven't on I honestly I don't watch Maryland football, but you know, three star um, had a limited role, so it's not really hard. It's hard to see, but you know, maybe the staff saw something in his tape that they really liked. Now, the name, if you are on our premium Discord channel that I had talked about uh, as a name to watch for, was Regan Taylor, and I hope I get his name right. R-E-G-E-N, Taylor, uh, Terry. Excuse me, not Taylor, Regan Terry. Uh, He is a defensive lineman from the University of Arizona. Now, if you know the last name, there's Reggie Terry, who's on Boston College's staff. He's a senior senior associate's athletic director, Reggie Terry. Um, I was surprised Regan didn't end up at BC the first time so this is this makes a lot of sense for him to head at BC now. Uh, you know he played for uh, he didn't play this last season, but he he had a more impressive to me offer list than what Dino Tomlin had. You know he had offers from Nebraska, USC, Arizona State, and Boise State, and a bunch of other schools too. Those were some of the big ones. Um, good good three star re- recruit. Um, I, you know Boston College needs they just need more athletes on that defensive line and getting you know filling in a role here and there. You know for a defensive end. I'm totally fine with them getting more guys and and to fill those spots. So those are the two transfers. Again, not game-blowing-up transfers. You're not getting JT Daniels or Caleb Williams or um, Mario Williams, the wide receiver who ended up at USC. You're getting just some depth play. These are depth players. That's what what Halfley's kind of said all along what he's going to do, is he's not going to go out and build his team off the depth chart, I mean off of the transfer portal. He's going to get depth guys, and that's exactly what he did with those two. Now the six players that are true freshmen that are coming are Jude Bowery. He's a three-star offensive lineman from St. Francis Academy in Maryland. Um, You know, he's a big dude, um, probably won't play right away, but given that Boston College lost four offensive linemen off their offensive line, he could find his role, you know, as a uh, backup on the two deep if he has a good spring. Totally don't r- rule that out right now because, man, they're going to have some spots. Uh, so he could be someone to watch for. Sam Candati, he's the freshman punter from Australia. I can't wait to watch him. I love rugby, f- uh, you know, Aussie rules football punters, and that's exactly who he is. He's You know, he just learned football a couple years ago. Um, he took a... Um, Uh, camp with a uh, NFL punter. I don't have the name in front of me, but he he worked with him, learned how to punt. He's going to be doing that Aussie rules punting. Grant Carlson's gone, I believe. Um, I haven't seen the roster yet, but I believe he's out of eligibility. Um, So Candati probably will be the punter next year. So good to get him in early. Um, and get you know from Australia, you want to give him that time to 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 acclimate. It's gonna take a little while, um, you know, coming from another continent to come here to, to play. So he'll be he'll you'll see him probably earlier. Jer- Jeremiah Franklin is a big time catching tight end from Maryland. Glad to see him get. I, I'm glad to see either him or Regan to get in early because I think Boston College is gonna have some room for a tight end to step up, and maybe it's gonna be Franklin. Maybe he gets that leg up in camp, and I don't know if he'll play right away, but. Boston College, I think, is going to need someone to challenge Joey Lucchetti as that starting, catching tight end. And, you know, no, no, no not not to, to, to discourage Lucchetti at all, but I think Franklin probably will have a higher upside. So, you know, maybe Franklin starts, you know, lower on the depth chart and works his way up. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he doesn't play at all. But we'll, we'll, he'll be someone you'll want to watch for at the, at the tight end position. Amari Jackson, I'm glad to see him back. Interestingly, if you're interested in recruiting, I just talked to and I'll have an interview up with one of his teammates. BC just offered, I think, like two or three of his teammates from Georgia. Um, it's a good school, big time. You know, it's Eagles uh, Eagles Landing Academy. Eagles Landing Christian Academy, excuse me, in Georgia. Uh, really good talent. Uh, the next name that popped up uh, that is trans, uh, coming in early, I didn't even know who it was because apparently he's got a different last name now, which was it was, and we had him on our podcast as Noah Clifford, but he's apparently going by Noah Kahape now. Cahapaya, uh, I'm, I'm guessing how to say it. I don't have the pronunciation guide yet. And he's the he's that offensive lineman that came from Tennessee. He you know, Ravenwood, Tennessee. Uh started down there, came up to Connecticut, um, and will be an offensive lineman. Just like uh Bowery, he'll have his chance to, to, to crack the two D. I, I get the sense that Bowery's a little bit more polished than than Clifford at this point, but or kahopea, excuse me, uh, but we'll see. You know that's what the camps are for. And Edwin Kalange, another guy that we had on the podcast. You know, if you listened earlier, you got to hear a lot of these guys. He's a three-star linebacker from Canada who transferred to Connecticut. Um, Boston College will have room in that linebacker room, so you know all these guys that are coming in are coming into places that I think Boston College will have some space. And these guys could earn it during camp, so it's in their best interest to get in there early. So we'll have to see. And I don't think Boston College is done with 2022 kids in terms of uh, recruiting. I saw a new offer out. If you haven't done it already, um, I'm have I've got so much, and I, I apologize. Uh, today was nuts with the transfer portal stuff, but I'll have a ton of recruiting information up for premium members. So if you're a premium member, again, it's only a dollar for the first month. It's a cup of coffee after that. You get access to all the recruiting information I have, and I've been talking to a ton of recruits. I've been talking to the staff. I've got some new names up there. You get into our Discord channel where I, again, drop more nuggets and, and talk to you guys about any questions you have, and then our premium maroon and gold forums, which I'm trying to get more of you guys over to. I have so many people signed up for premium stuff, but you guys aren't using the forums. I wanted you to use that too, um, but there will be premium boards up there that will have some more information as well. So check all that out and sign up today um, and let me know if you do. I'd love to have you on the boards. All right. Thank you all for following. You can follow me on Twitter at AJ Black underscore BC. You can follow my Twitter account for the podcast at LockdownBC. Make sure to find us on YouTube. I see a few more of you signing up every day to subscribe, and I want to thank each and every single one of you who have done that. It's a humongous help, and it helps grow our podcast. YouTube does more than any other podcast app can do, so make sure just to hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Sign up for a free account. It will help tremendously. We'll be back tomorrow with more BC News. We'll talk a little bit more about the basketball game. We'll have everything and everything you'll want to know about Boston College sports. Thank you, and have a good one.